Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Broadcasting from the heart of the I Work For Him nation to Christ followers working in cities all over the United States, you've tuned into the voice of the faith and work movement, and we are your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, as we broadcast you from Northwest Arkansas. Courtesy of Work Matters and the folks at Work Matters, we've had so what an incredible time to be here, to be able to hear speakers, to be able to see people who are experiencing the ministry of Work Matters all from all over, Martha, all over Northwest Arkansas. We've heard from uh, so many people, and, and we got a great show today. Yes, we do. And, you know, one of the things that we are so excited about um, sharing these guests with our listeners is you, our listeners, is the fact that, um, you know, they are just real people like you and I looking for how to live out their faith in their work and you're learning. Not, you're not real. You're unreal. I'm not unreal. No, I'm pretty real. I'm human. So, um, but but we just love the fact that we get to hear and capture people's stories and how God's just working in their life and stirring in them and using them and growing them and teaching them. And that's what we um, want to learn from. You know, we've had the opportunity to also capture some impromptu stories today at the Work Matters Conference, and we want to encourage you to contact us. Tell us your workplace story. Tell us how you first learned to connect your faith and your work. Tell us how God is working in your workplace, no matter what that is. Go to iWorkForHim.com and click on the Contact Us page, and just send us a little note. Let us know how God is working in and around you each and every day. That's exactly right. So you can go to iworkforhim.com to do that and then um, find our contact page there. But Jim, I also just want to remind people we do have a YouTube channel. And that is a place where they can capture, see some of the videos that we've captured of some of our guests if they want to, you know, have a visual on it. And speaking of guests, today we're going to talk with Violet Tostin. Yes. She's an HR manager at Walmart. And one of the things that she's going to talk about more than, she mentioned this many times that it that it's enough that that i'm enough she says Mm -hmm. i'm enough i thought that was fascinating yeah i think especially women need to hear that we need to be reminded that um, god didn't make a mistake we are the way um, he created us to be but what are we doing with that but i am enough um powerful message you're more than enough for me baby well that's good (laughs) (laughs) so make sure you make sure you tune in for stay tuned for the rest of the show as we talk with violet tossum again we mentioned that we're here courtesy of work matters and if you're looking for a resource for your faith to connect it in your faith and your work no matter where you are within an organization work matters is a phenomenal resource not only the the work matters emails but maybe you can get involved and download some of the work matters bible studies or get involved in the work matters institute We've heard so many stories today where the Work Matters Institute absolutely transformed mm-hmm. people's lives. Check them out online, workmatters.org. Hey, if you ever really wondered why God created a work, created work long before sin entered this world, it's because work matters to God. He wants to work alongside of us, and Work Matters is an organization that can encourage you daily in your walk as you intersect, as you intricately connect your faith and your work. Our guest for today, Violet Tostin. She's involved in the HR department at Walmart. Yes, that Walmart. So if you want to get hired somehow up the line, you're going to intersect with Violet. Violet Tostin, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you for having me. Am I saying your last name right? I should have asked that before we went on the air. Uh, no, you said it right. Okay, very good. Okay. Talk to us about right from the very beginning, 
At what point in your life did you realize that your faith and your work should be intricately connected? Oh, wow. That's a great question. I have grown up in a church, even from Africa. Um, Originally from? From Malawi. Malawi, okay. Central Eastern part of Africa. And my parents have always been believers. So we were raised in a very structured home, um, always in church. Uh, there was never a day that we didn't go to church. So mm-hmm. that was very, um, very structured lifestyle that I had. And so at a very early age, I really wanted to live my life full of purpose. Uh, and I always said I wanted to impact the word, you know, for the greater good. I wanted to do some sort of servant leadership type of work. Um, I really thought I was going to end up in nonprofit or doing some work where I was traveling and, and helping others. Uh, but the word took me on a different journey. So I ended up in the UK with my parents, back to Africa, then came here for college. Um, and it's just been a, an amazing journey. Mm. Uh, so I feel like I'm still growing, still learning, uh, still on this journey to serve others. So that's, that's where I'm at. I think it's amazing that the Lord drag, drug you across the globe. I mean, what an amazing thing to end up. You, you grown up in Malawi and ended up in northwest Arkansas. I mean, there, there couldn't be really much difference in that. I mean, it, it couldn't be any more widely different. I mean, you're thousands and thousands of miles from what you call home. How has the transition been? You've been here how many years? Oh, my goodness. I say over two decades, but it's probably over three now. Um, it, it's... It's been a couple of definitely decades. I came back uh, here to the U.S. in 93 to go to college at John Brown University. Why John Brown? My dad really wanted me to focus. (laughs) So uh, going into a big city was not not an option. Uh, They wanted a really quiet town. They wanted a town where I would be... um, I could really focus on my mm-hmm. studies and, and really finish. And John Brown, you know, he had a family friend. The daughter went there, and there I was. You know, he told me about John Brown, and there I was. And so, uh, and it ended up being a great place for me. Uh, met some incredible people, and my house mother who really adopted me in and really took care of me. So I'm very, very grateful for the journey uh, that I I was on. Uh, I think it's it's definitely paved a great way for me here in Northwest Arkansas. Mm, that's fabulous. So fast forward to today, we are at the Work Matters Conference. What is your connection to the organization or the Ministry of Work Matters? So Work Matters, I think I attended years ago uh, when I had just started Walmart. Um, they had, you know, they would sponsor for us to come to okay. the, these events. Mm-hmm. And I, I've always been intrigued by living my life, you know, you know, purpose and work. I wanted to integrate how I could be a better person at work. And so it really just stood out to me. Uh, and as I've grown in the years, um, I realized how important it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also had worked for a company called um, The Life at Work. Okay. Uh, it was a magazine publication. Um, I'm sure you may have heard of Steve Graves and Tom uh, Arrington. Okay. And so they had talked about this publication about integrating faith and work. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, it really just opened my eyes. Uh, it was an eye opener. So as mm-hmm. I attended Work Matters, I wanted to be an effective leader. I wanted to, I was a very new leader, young uh, so much to learn, but I wanted to make sure that I was well grounded, uh, and I felt like this work matters really opened 
a lot of that for me. Uh, it's meeting people that are in companies today mm-hmm. um, that come here. I think we're all looking for the same thing. We want to be better leaders, better people. And how do we integrate that into our workplaces? And so there's been no better place than Work Matters. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm very encouraged to be here. That's awesome. What's been the most powerful thing you've learned from Work Matters? Well, the thing that really shifted your paradigm completely as you look at your faith as it, as it connects to your work? I think for me, it's just to just stay true to who I am. Um, I think s- growing up, I think sometimes part of me wanted to be successful. You know, I think sometimes you look at things like money and ambitions and all those things that sometimes you feel like matter, right? And as I've grown in my years, um, it's how, how do I truly want to live a life full of purpose? How do I want people to remember me at work? Uh, how can I love on people at work uh, when they're going through a tough time? Um, how do I want to be remembered? How do I want people to approach me? Um, and so those are things that sometimes come up quite a bit. Uh, I'm always thinking about those things. Um, but because I am culturally different, right, I'm always trying to compare myself to others. I've had to learn to just be me, that I am enough, right, and that God's continue to, he's going to use me regardless, you know, where I'm at, and I think he's accepted me, and I've got to just be comfortable in my skin to realize that I am enough, uh, and that's okay. Hmm. So how are you able to... Um be who God, you know, giving you a purpose in your position in the HR department at Walmart. What, how, how are you living out that purpose that God has for you? I think for me, one thing that I want people to quickly grasp onto me is just know that I'm pretty open. Mm. I'm very approachable. Um, I love to love on people, you know, um, I, I just want to connect with them. Mm-hmm. I want them to feel like they can come and talk to me. Um, so that's very important to me is just being very authentic. Okay. Um, and just letting no, people know uh, that whatever they're experiencing, um, that God's there. Uh, God's going to have their back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes being in a very HR role, we have to... Um, we have to remember that we're not perfect ourselves. And so we have to allow them to live through us to understand what our journeys have looked like. And I'm a very transparent person to where I want people to know good or bad, how things have been. And I find myself sharing. And I think that's important. And I think that's how God's used me uh, in the workplace today is just being authentic, being real, being human. Um, Those are not things I think of when I think of the stereotype of an HR department, human resources. You know, I think a lot of people have a stereotype of I'm afraid to talk to them and tell them, you know, anything that might, you know, make me lose my job or be put in my file or whatever. So how do you um, like with a new employee or, you know, having somebody new that you haven't had encountered before? How do you? break that ice with them so that they really know that you're approachable. So they're not scared to death of yeah. you, really is what she's saying. Because literally, <laughs> people look at the HR department, if they get called to HR, they're thinking they're walking the green mile. I mean, they're thinking this is done. And you're right. I think one thing about me that's very um, 
approachable is my smile. Mm-hmm. I think if you meet me, it could be halfway across the room, I'm smiling. Mm-hmm. And I think people that come to know me, I think there is a warmth that they feel maybe when they meet me and they realize, oh, wow, <laughs> she's very much human like, you know, most of us. And so for a lot of people, I think they find that relatable. Um, and my prayer is that God would use me to be relatable to others, mm-hmm. to just be compassionate and, and meet people exactly where they are. Um, and I feel like that's, you know, that's what he's given me. Um, and it just gives me joy that a lot of people feel very comfortable uh, to approach me and tell me things. And I think that's, that's where I feel like that's where my gift is, mm-hmm. I guess. That's good. So you are, as an HR person, do you actually get a chance to openly share your faith? Or are there rules at Walmart for how you can share your faith or not? They're not rules, but I would tell you that I think in the beginning days of my career, I was very much afraid to share my faith in the workplace. Um, I've always been this person to meet people where they are. And so sometimes... You know, you don't want to tell people what your faith is because you're afraid you might offend others because you, you are in a workplace where there are so many different religions. Mm-hmm. And so you want to be uh, mindful and respectful of everyone. But I think sometimes that keeps people away. I think sometimes when you just open and let people know who you are and share your faith, I think that's where I've been surprised by how God has used me. Uh, but in the in the very beginning, I was very afraid to share most of that. Uh, but now I think I'm a different leader than I was mm-hmm. uh, years ago coming into Walmart. Well, and most people listening to the show today have experienced that same fear, Violet. They're 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 afraid to just let Jesus flow out of them because they're I don't know if it's they're worried about offending somebody. They're, most people that are afraid just they're afraid to get in trouble. At work, so why don't you speak to them today? Because you know you work for one of the largest corporations in the in the world, uh, and certainly most one of the most influential in the world. Yet you're able to live out your faith, and and you work around people that are come from all different kind of religious backgrounds. How does it work? I mean, do people come to you and say that offended me? That probably never even happens, does it? <laughs> very, I mean, very rare, but it, it does. I mean, have I offended other people? Absolutely. Um, I wish I could say that it's all been perfect, but you learn, right? You learn very quickly. I think being authentic is being reali- is to realize that you're going to make those mistakes, but you know, how do you learn from them? Um, how do you approach people, and how you know how, how do you get comfortable with that? Because sometimes that that can be uncomfortable, and I'm one of those people. I'm always very um, cautious about how I, you know, mm-hmm. um, I approach people, what I say to them. I was raised in a very diplomatic home. So I'm very conscious about how I want to be received, what I say to others, how I say it. Um, and I think living in this age, Howard, you know, I think it can be tough because we tend to think that, um, you can't give criticism in the nicest way. And I strongly disagree with that. I think you can be candid with someone, but, but be just as kind, right? I mm-hmm. think those are things that I feel like I balance pretty well. Um, and I think those are the th- things that I've surprised myself being in, in a company like you know Walmart because uh, I don't have to be aggressive and mean and horrible to fit into an HR word. I can be just as kind and nice and, you know, I know my identity. So 
Uh, it great. helps tremendously. You know, it's interesting because the word kind has actually come up several times today throughout different conversations that we've had. And don't you think, I feel like that's such a lead into, you know, just loving your neighbor. I feel like, you know, so how, how, um, do you fi- find it contagious when you're kind to people that it's then helping other people to be kind within the organization? I think so. I think so. I think the world needs more kind of people. Mm-hmm. I think we live in a world where everybody has an opinion about something. <laughs> um, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And so we, we, we've got to learn to just really just listen yeah. to one another. I think sometimes uh, it's hard. And I, I, I look at the world today and I... You know, and I'll bring in politics for a minute, but I oh, think sometimes, uh, you know, when we come back, lots more from Violet <laughs> Tostin, and we're talking about work matters. And when we come back, we're going to ask, what's the most important, what's the most significant thing you've learned today at the Work Matters National Annual Conference? You'll listen to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. As we come to the end of a day at workmatters.org, you'll listen to I Work For Him. We'll be right back. Your workplace, it's your mission field. And in that mission field, hey, hey, wait a minute. Have you ever prepared yourself for your daily workplace missions trip? January of 2020, we invite you to join Martha and I on our very first I Work For Him Marketplace missions trip. The trip takes place in your workplace the last two weeks of January. Here to tell us more is Mike Henry from Follower of One. Hey, Mike, welcome back. This is the last day of the prep week for the I Work For Him Marketplace missions trip. We have listeners that may be asking, why am I doing this Marketplace missions trip anyway? What do you say in response? We're training ourselves to obey Jesus in a way that makes him visible at work. First, we experience joy and peace when we do this. And God uses our actions to prompt some people to ask us what we're doing. That's when we can get to give our explanation. We can talk about why we're motivated to do this using our I and me statements. We explain that we're doing these things because we follow Jesus. If we focus on our motivations and our reasoning, we don't risk offending them or sounding like a religious fanatic or messing up any work relationships. God uses us to make him visible, and we experience that joy. Thanks, Mike. To join us on our I Work For Him Marketplace missions trip to your workplace, go to iworkforhim.com forward slash events. That's iworkforhim.com forward slash events. Start 2020 with a missionary-focused, ministry-driven attitude in your workplace. iworkram.com forward slash events. Welcome back to iWorkRam. We are your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, as we broadcast from Northwest Arkansas, courtesy of Work Matters. Really, please check out workmatters.org. So, Violet, we have been talking today um, about the Work Matters Conference and the things that um, we can expose our listeners to, even if they didn't get a chance to attend or listen to any of the sessions. What has been the biggest takeaway for you today? What is something that has been shared today that you are like, I'm going to really ponder this or implement this in my own life? Any thoughts? Oh, absolutely. It's been so much. What a great event. Um, I'd Think about what Donnie talked about when he opened the session. Um, I think one of the two things that I wrote when I got here, there were two things that were asked that we should write down and be thinking of. Mm-hmm. And I think I wrote down grounded and um, just making sure that 
you know, I know who I am Mm -hmm. and I continue to stay true to myself. And so I think the exercise that he provided us with the the electric device that he had. Drill. The drill. Yes. Mm -hmm. And making sure that we're always um, basically connected. Connected. Yes. Um, That to me, I think, has definitely uh, resonated and really Mm -hmm. spoke to me a lot. and then also, I would also have to um, bring in Nona, who who also spoke. Nona very pow- Jones. Yeah, uh-huh. powerful message is know my territory, right? Okay. Um, what did that mean to you? I think sometimes, <laughs> for me, one of the things that really stuck out to me, I've always said I'm not a, you know, I don't always read my Bible every day. I don't always you know, um, quote scriptures, you know, when I talk to people, um, I'm always having to compare myself to others, other Christians that I feel like, oh my goodness, I want to be that person, right? But it was so wonderful to hear that um, God has already equipped me. He's already chosen me. Um, And that that was just very, um, very powerful message to me. Uh, And it helped me understand that I am enough. Um, that I can do great things in the workplace. Um, and so coming into the work matters today, I think those things um, have re- resonated really well with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when you're in a job where you're, you're, you're meeting people, you're having to go through people issues a lot, you start asking, am I in the right job? Am I doing the right things? You know, do I need to be somewhere else? Yeah, because where you work, it's messy. I mean, you got messy work. HR work is messy work. It is. Because you're dealing with people. Yes. <laughs> if it weren't for all the people, then... Your HR job would be easier be if no it weren't HR for all the people. <laughs> so speak to the, speak to the women today that are listening to the show. Speak to everybody, but speak specifically to the women. Because, it, you know, as you look at the messy work that you do as an HR person, you've gotten a chance to be a mom to some people maybe never had a mom you've been able to be a, a kind word to some people that maybe have never heard a kind word before you've been able to really do some incredible things and as a woman you're uniquely gifted by god to be a little more sensitive than the typical man how how do you see the the power of your womanhood coming out in your position oh wow <laughs> and you got like 30 seconds oh i've got 30 seconds okay <laughs> I think it gives me just um, um, reassurance that um, God has exact, exactly put me in a place where I need to be, right? I'm learning every day. Uh, it's through my relationship with others that I see growth within myself. And sometimes um, I'm learning from the, the same people that probably are having conversations with me. Um, and I have an opportunity to affect change in a positive light. Um, So I'm always asking myself when I do uh, pray in the morning is, Lord, use me, um, let your will be done, but use me to affect change in a positive light to where someone who I meet today would think that I'm kind and, Mm. you know, because it's it's easy to forget those things, right? So I try to bring that in my job. Violet Tostin with Walmart. Thanks for sharing your story today. Thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, right here in Northwest Arkansas at the Work Matters Annual Conference. We're Christ followers. Our workplaces are mission-filled, but ultimately, I, I work, work for, for him. him.
Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, iworkforhim.com. I work the number four, him.com.